St. Paul instructs St. Timothy, Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Upper Room Media presents this Teen Matters talk, praying that it will firmly establish these virtues in the future of our church. Amen. A number of months ago, it was uh, uh, in the throne of the King of England. And there is someone in our church who is, uh, have some achievement and has been invited to this enthronement in England, enthronement of the, of the King. So they uh, told him, you are going to get the best airlines to fly you from Australia to the United Kingdom. And sure enough, he got the best airline and the best place in first class, because this is an enthronement of the King. And secondly, you are going to stay in the best accommodation while you are there because you are the guest of the king. So he got the best accommodation and he came back and said how the accommodation was really amazing, the best, out of the best. And then they prepare a program for him while he's staying over there, him and his wife. And he said the best program ever for a visitor to England, to London, to uh, see the uh, very famous uh, sightseeing and so on in, in England. So he has the best of everything. Uh, it, uh, it came to my mind today that today the reading of the Gospel had three best things you can ever learn from a passage in, in the Bible. And these three best things are the best question. Best question ever you can, anyone can ask Jesus. No better question than this question. This young man, that Jesus loved him, him very much, came with the best question. He asked the Lord to tell me the way to the kingdom of heaven. And this is the best question, because heaven always is the best achievement of any human being. Our life here on earth is very limited number of days. The big thing in our life is to go to heaven, is to prepare ourselves to heaven. This is the best thing. If you ask yourself, where is your grand-grandfather or grand-grandmother? The answer is either in heaven or not in heaven, but lucky are they if they can make it to heaven. So heaven is the most important thing here uh, uh, in our life, is to go to heaven. One of the saints one time said something really touchy, very touchy. He said, I just wonder of uh, a stupid person or a stupid human being that he would do anything here on earth that it doesn't benefit him in heaven. So for this saint to say this word, Heaven is the most important thing in his mind because he is wise. He is wise. Also, Jesus Christ one time said something really very nice about heaven and about people who think in heaven. The best question ever, what can I do to go to heaven? So he said there was one day someone who is a very smart businessman and he found a very big diamond worth a lot. So he sold everything he has, everything. He doesn't have anything, he sold everything for the sake of this big diamond. And the Lord was talking about heaven. So as if Jesus is telling us, do whatever it needs you to do to go to heaven. Don't lose heaven. When I think of the life of Pop Shinoda, a very smart young guy, very famous, very charismatic, he would have a very, the best uh, career in his life in Egypt. He may be a minister one day, because the, the man is very intelligent and is a very charismatic. And if I look into the life of Pop Shinoda, 
He chose to serve as a church from a very young age. From about 15 years of age, he gave all his time as a Sunday school teacher. All his time. He was going from church to church giving talks because he has a golden mouth. Whatever he says uh, touches the heart of the people. And then he became a monk, and then he became a bishop, and then he became the Pope. And if you think of the life of Pope Shenouda, you will find that he was preparing himself to heaven in a very second in his life. Lucky is he, smart is he. And then on the day of the death of Pope Shenouda, I look into his life and say, how beautiful you are, Pope Shenouda, how smart you are. You used your days in life, it was about 90 years of age, very long life. 90 years of age in life in preparing for heaven. Definitely, he's in a very high place in heaven. So the best question that this man asks, the best question ever to ask God is, how can I go to heaven? Or guide me into heaven? That's why in the Mass, Abuna shouts in the middle of the Mass, or almost to the end of the Mass, and he said, shout and lift up his hand and shout, and the people touch the heart of people and say, guide us into your kingdom, Lord. And this is the best request during the Mass, guide us into your kingdom. We don't need anything else Lord, except to guide me as a priest and to guide the congregation into heaven. This is the best request in the Mass that Abuna is asking. Guide us into, the, into heaven, Lord. So this is the best question ever that anyone can ask Jesus, guide me into heaven. Second best thing in the reading of today is that another question came from the Lord, which is a virtue. The Lord is trying, Jesus is trying to search for this virtue in the heart of this young man. The young man came to the Lord and told him, uh, you good uh, teacher or good master. And the Lord would like to get him into a higher place. And he told him, why you call me good teacher or good master? Don't you know that there is no one good teacher except God? What the Lord try to do here? What do you think the Lord is trying to do? He's trying to tell him, do you have faith in me as I am God? But why the Lord would like this to, to, to come into the mind of this young man who asked him, how can I inherit the kingdom of heaven? Because if you believe in me, I am God, if you have faith that I am God, you will follow my teaching. You will believe in my Bible. You will have the right path into heaven. So I'll say it again. Jesus would like to tell this man, do you believe in me as God? And the answer of the man said, I told you, you are the best master, you are the best teacher, you are the good teacher. And Jesus would like to tell him, do you believe in me as God? And the answer of the man was, yes, I believe you as God. If you believe me as God, so you follow me, don't follow anything else. And same question to us today in the church, do you believe in everything you are doing, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as God? Do you believe in the Bible? And if the answer is yes, just follow God. Just follow the Bible. Don't follow the many strange teaching around you in the world, which is against the Bible. Whatever teaching, whatever concepts in the world around you, which is different than the Bible, don't follow it. I'll give you two stories, two quick stories about concepts of the world and how people answer this concept. One of them is uh, a lovely young youth in our church. He has a good friend at work who is not, is not Christian. He just does not believe in God as God. And he asked, in one conversation, he asked uh, uh, 
this young youth of the church, uh, uh, is the church ask you for any membership money? Like he has an idea, the world give a concept for uh, the church that the church is getting money, or she, uh, there is a membership, or you have to go to the church to give money. So the church aiming the money, not the soul of the of the people. And the lovely young youth answered his friend and he told him, I, with my free will, I like to give to the poor people and to the activity of the church, so I give 10% of my income. And uh, this uh, other youth knows how much him and his friend earn because they were high in the work and uh, the, in the, income, the income is really very high. So he worked quickly how much is 10% and they find this youth, his friend is crazy. How, how come you give 10%? This is a big amount of money. And they told him that I have faith that whatever I give here on earth is going to be for me in heaven as a treasure. Because Jesus said that. Do you understand what this young Christian youth is saying? He say, I have faith in what the Lord is telling me. I have faith that as the Lord said, if you give here on earth, you have treasure in heaven. I have faith. So the best virtue ever you can have is faith, faith in God. If you have faith in God, you follow him blindly. If you have faith in God, you follow him blindly. If he tell you that give here on earth and you are going to have place in heaven, you have treasure in heaven, when you come to me in heaven, you believe. And a lot of people like that, that I'm building something in heaven. And all of you know the story of Amber Brown, that every money comes to him to do work in the church, he gives to the poor people. And when the people of the diocese came to him and say, where is the building? He told them, there is a building waiting for you in heaven. I'm not building here on earth, but I like to build in heaven. When I give poor people money, the very uh, brother and sister who are uh, disadvantaged here on, uh, on this earth, when I give them money, money is in heaven. So it is a matter of faith. The very best virtue you can have is faith in God. Because you have faith in God, no one can shake you. Saint Damiana had, had faith in God. So when she knew that her, her dad, because of his position as a, a ruler over some area in Egypt, he left the Christianity and went to another religion to please the emperor, she left her monastery, went to him, and she told him very harsh words that how dare you do that? Why you are losing your eternal life? You don't have faith in Jesus and the man start weeping and then he uh, uh, claimed his faith in front of the emperor and has been martyred. It's a matter of faith. The faith you have in Jesus, this faith is what protects you. That's why Jesus told Peter, when Peter uh, uh, pronounced the faith of Jesus as God, when Peter told him, he told him, upon this rock build my church. What it does mean upon this rock build my church? It means a rock of faith. When you have faith, no idea, no concept can come into your mind. A second story I'm, uh, I'd like to share with you is a concept of marriage uh, in the church, that I married to one wife, like I have my wife for now over 35 years and she will be God willing to the end of my life and we don't have, we don't have the concept in the church of affairs that I can have my wife and I can get to know someone and we don't have the concept of boyfriend and girlfriends the only one I know is my wife and I love to live with my wife to the end because we are one we are not two 
I'm not separating from here in another relationship. But I guess, guys, in a lot of movies you are watching, sometimes I watch with my son a movie or so, uh, I can see these concepts are not there anymore. All the movies are saying, are you stupid to have just one wife and live with one wife? Or, or making it very normal to have affairs. Unfortunately, a number of things I'm watching, this became normal. Are you going, are you have faith in God and what he's teaching that husband and wife are one under Christ and they are not separated? Or you have faith in what, what the world is offering of very bad desires and the very bad practice uh, that is affect the families and affect the meaning of the family. This is the concept of the world. And if you have faith, you follow the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why the Lord Jesus asked this man the best virtue. He asked, he get out of him the best virtue. Do you believe in me as God? And the man said, yes, I believe in you as God. You are telling me a good teacher, but it's not enough. Am I God or not? This is the second question, if you'd like to, to understand what Jesus told him. See, there is one good teacher, God. Do you believe me that I am God? And they used to say, yes, I believe in you as you are God. Saying, follow me. If you believe that I am God, follow me. Don't follow any other God if you believe me that I am God. The third, the best thing, advice that the Lord Jesus Christ told this man, he said, if you'd like to go to heaven, don't follow the need of the body. Don't follow much the need of the body. He told him, you like money. It seems that you are very rich. You like money. You like to have more money. But this love of money can stop you from going to heaven. Deny yourself why you are here on earth. Deny the needs of the body and the care about the spirit more so that you have a place in heaven. And this is explaining very much the fasting we have. What is the meaning of the fasting? Why is the church asking people to fast? It is exactly what the Lord asks this young youth today by telling him, go sell the things that the body loves. Your body loves the money very much. Go give it. Don't allow the body to control you, but allow the soul to control you. Don't allow the body to control you, but allow the soul to control you. Don't follow the desire of the body, but follow the desire of the spirit. The body would like all the things that is belonging to the world, and the soul uh, wants everything that is belonging to heaven. So follow the soul and don't follow the body. And this is the meaning of fasting. Why you are fasting? You are telling the body, no, we are not going to give you what you want. But we would like to spend some good time more spiritually with the Lord in reading the Bible, with the Lord in attending more Masses, with the Lord in reading spiritual books, with the Lord in listening to the sermon, with the Lord in switching off my, my TV or switching off, off my Facebook and my social media. This is the time where you control your body, when you subject your body to your will, so that the soul is going to grow. There is an equation, very, very well-known equation in the sense of the church. All the saints of the church know this equation. The equation is saying as much as your body weak, as much as your spirit is very strong. There is no laboratory that can explain that or can prove that, but the life and the experience of the saints, all the saints, as much as my body weak, as much as my spirit is strong. Believe in that, please, in the fasting. When you are abstained from food until a certain time of the day and your body is weak 
and the desire of the body would like a nice cappuccino with whatever flavor you like and uh, a nice piece of uh, uh, cakes or whatever you take with your cappuccino and say the body no, not anymore and you feel a little bit weak because of the fasting then the spirit you will experience what the saints are, are experienced before really are going to experience that lucky is the person who's experienced the strength of the soul when the body is weak have you experienced that before if you really fast strong if you really deny the need of the body you will feel how holy you are and how spiritual you are and this is what jesus told this man the last thing he told him he told him your body attached very much with the world with the money you have a lot of money and the road was a, a bit strict and a bit harsh go and sell everything wow lord don't you love this man this man is rich how can you tell him go and uh, sell everything and give to the poor people that's a very harsh he said because heaven is pride very pricely heaven deserves everything this is what jesus is saying it deserves heaven deserves this man is attached to money so sell the money so that you can win the kingdom of heaven best question the a youth can ask how can i go to heaven best virtue the lord is pointing to the young youth have faith in god so follow god best answer and best direction advice from the lord jesus christ don't follow the body and the body needs resist the body and be strong so that the soul is going to be ready for heaven glory be to god this talk was brought to you by upper room media we hope that this talk has through the grace of god touched your heart and we pray that it will not only inform you but will also transform you and your life with Christ.